Hi friends and welcome to another episode of Talk To Me Toast. It's been a minute. How are you guys doing? Um, I believe that somebody actually told me that I need to not be rushing my greeting for the people who are returning listeners because apparently I like really I'm like warm and friendly to like first time listeners but then when it's like people who are back again I don't really you know give you guys energy and I think that that's a lie but nonetheless how are you what is going on as a matter of fact somebody told me that i need to be doing the way on i said what i said the way they ask people how how are you that's how me too should be coming to ask you how are you so how are you the funny thing is that i've been begging people to send me email you know if a couple a couple of you did and that was really cute and stuff and i really appreciate it but the bulk of you you don't rate me so this how are you now that i've been saying for a full minute i hope you've heard and by God's grace, maybe one or two of you will answer me. You will let me know how you are. Um, like, you guys, it's not even going to be awkward. Do you get? Like, you can fully just, like, send an email to toastadini at gmail.com. Make the subject talk to me, toast. I'm good. You know? Like, hey, toast. I'm doing all right. Thanks for asking. It won't hurt. Anyway, anyway, that's not why we're here today. Um, I feel like past few weeks i've been wanting to come on here actually the funny thing is i had like a whole episode i was gonna do but then i had like a cough um like a not like a serious cough but like just the weather was changing and my voice just was not giving what it was supposed to give and my voice does that like every time the weather changes like my whole body has a whole like i don't know reaction to weather so yeah i couldn't i couldn't do the episode that week because you know the sweetness of my voice is part of the selling point of this podcast so now that my voice is back or has been back um i've just been like i don't know i don't know what's come and say and like there's things i want to talk about but in some cases i'm not ready to talk about yet because they've not become full things and in other cases i don't want to spoil the year review episode i'm going to do so let's talk about that last year or i guess january this year i don't know at some point towards the end of last year or beginning of this year i did a podcast episode called my 2020 year in review and that was a really popular episode like a lot of people really vibed with it and honestly it was probably one of the episodes i enjoyed making most so i was like okay i'm gonna do like a 2021 version of that um and that just never materialized oh sorry okay what tangent did i just go on you guys sorry what i meant to say was like um because i've decided i'm going to do a 2021 version of that there's a lot of things that I don't want to like a lot of material I don't want to waste essentially because it fits into that bucket right so like if you listen to the episode from last year which if you didn't it's still relevant like you can go listen to it but if if you listened you know I did like I rated my year on like a bunch of criteria right so I kind of went like oh like spiritually it's how I'm doing physically it's how I'm doing financially it's how I'm doing um what else socially i don't know i did a whole bunch of like buckets um and that's what i plan on doing this year so anytime i come with like an episode that's like 
hmm, I should do like this episode about like let's just say like something related to finances. I'm like, oh god, well, there's this big episode coming up that's gonna have all the things. Um, so I figured like I'll just wait, you know, till it's time for that episode. Whatever doesn't make it into the episode will be its own full fledged episode. Like that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, and then there's another episode I'm thinking of doing. I won't spoil it, but it's it's just one of those ones where. I need to do it on the day that I have energy because I feel like it skews more comedic. And I have a tangent I want to go off on now. So just wait for me. Hold that thought. But yeah, I feel like that episode skews more comedic. So I need to be like being like a good like you know sometimes there's like just you want to give people like let me give you an example. Like you know some days like something will happen and you'll be like in the moment. Sorry you guys, the headphone dropped. Um <laughs> you'll be in the moment and you'll be like ready to give the gist and you call your friend and they will not pick and then two hours later when the mood has gone they'll now pick, pick the call and be expecting you to give them the gist with the same level of ginger that's essentially what's going on with me except that it's the whole <laughs> it's the whole you know um mood i need to be in to like deliver this whole episode anyway so that episode is going to come when when opportunity meets preparation or whatever anyway for today i wanted to just like have a more casual chat because i just didn't want like to keep not you know talking to you guys um i I said to hold a thought and by the way do you guys enjoy how i like have started like living in these my thoughts moments in the episode i never really used to edit the episode but like i think what i used to do before is like when i have these moments where i like lose my train of thought i'll just keep talking over myself um but now i like stop because i feel like i'm trying to make it like a, a realistic experience right because the whole concept of the podcast is like i'm with you i'm talking to you adjusting and when you're adjusting with your friends like you know sometimes like they forget what they're saying they lose their train of thoughts anyway um yeah i was trying to remember what i was saying so yes the whole comedic thing um you guys i've really been leaning into this idea of me being a funny person and i think like it's like it's two-edged sword because on one hand i feel like being conscious of your own sense of humor makes you less funny but then on the other hand like i feel like i'm realizing like i'm capable of certain things like it's like it's a weapon i wield right it's my sense of humor like i'm not even joking you guys like it has its advantages like professional advantages of being the funny person um there's also like you know just like in terms of making friends etc and in terms of just my online presence i I feel like i've always been like unintentionally funny um but now i'm like able to like refine my timing (laughs) i can't even say that with a straight face but like guys i was watching this show called um marvelous mrs Maisel on amazon prime video which if you haven't watched that show actually go watch it like i can't wait for the for the final season to come out but anyway I was watching this show and it's basically about this um lady who is a comedian and she's a comedian and um she kind of starts from just being a funny person and she stumbles on stand-up and she's like naturally good at it and then she starts learning and refining her skill and just watching it made me feel like maybe i have a future in stand-up you know like maybe this could be a thing that i dabble into and obviously like guys i have several things and hustles i'm into um 
so I'm not like trying to like quit my day job and become a comedian but like I just realized like watching that show that like a sense of humor is actually like an asset right and you can use it in different things and I'm someone who like I've always enjoyed public speaking and it's something that I want to hopefully develop more and more and like I've kind of been attracting a few opportunities here and there um so I'm trying to just like refine that like sense of humor as it pertains to like different kinds of environments or like professional environments or like just different settings and being able to like control a room or hold a room and hold conversation like I think it's just something I'm really into um and I think that's it that like it would be nice to like experiment with stand-up because I feel like stand-up is like I don't know like it's like it's just like i don't like if you watch the show you understand what i mean but like i think it would be nice to like go for like an open mic thing where like nobody knows me i just like test some material and see if i can like work a room right like and i also like watch like some comedy and the thing about me is like i like comedy that's like really rooted in social commentary but not just like like intelligent social commentary right so like the quality of the social commentary needs to be like commensurate to the, the level of the humor of the person does that make sense so like it's not enough that um the person is just funny and like they can like make a joke of something it's also like they need to be like aware enough and they need to be like intelligent enough to like break down you know complex things right so like someone i i someone i listen to um or rather someone i watch a lot is hassan minhaj and i just i love his kind of comedy um i also really like like trevor noah um and i feel like mrs mazel in marvelous mrs mazel was that kind of comedian who like she talked about like um you know um issues pertaining to like sexism or you know like the perception of mothers and um all those types of things and just the gender inequality and i just found that like i i really enjoy that type of commentary and i of comedy rather and i feel like it's something i might be naturally good at um one thing though about about being funny is this idea of how your humor translates in different spaces and i was having an interesting conversation like ages ago with the with someone i now think of as a friend that's interesting anyway story for another day anyway so i'm having this conversation with this like um at the time colleague i guess um and i was saying how i felt like as an immigrant as an immigrant who always you know had this sense of humor i had to like translate learn to translate my humor to a new audience and that that was an interesting experience for me because I was someone who relied very heavily on my sense of humor so like in high school and all that type of stuff like in social settings I would you know make people laugh and that's kind of how I coped in social settings but when I moved my humor didn't automatically translate like there would be there would be moments of like humor here and there but it didn't automatically translate and another thing was I didn't necessarily like understand some of the jokes right um so it was almost this learning experience we had to like learn what was funny in this context and how to like build it into my own personality and you know it was just like an interesting thing that you know i didn't realize until i worded it that way and since then it's just been like a consciousness in my mind of like all the ways that as immigrants we edit ourselves right like the the more obvious one is like accents and 
I think like I'll, I'll probably spend a good chunk of time just talking about this one where I feel like I don't know what my accent is anymore. Um, and the best way I can explain this is there's a specific word that I don't know how to pronounce because I no longer can bring myself to say it in the way I used to say it. Um, like it doesn't fit the way I used to pronounce the word doesn't fit into my present accent, I guess, or intonation. And the way people here pronounce the word just doesn't come naturally to me. And I don't know if any of you experience things like this. Like, in general, it's with the letter T, right? Like, that's really the one that gets you, right? Because, like, I feel like that's how you tell people's accents. It's how they, they pronounce that letter in the middle of words. Um, but there's a specific word that is, like, in my everyday work vocabulary that stumps me every time and i literally make a conscious effort to avoid saying the word because i literally don't know how to say the word it's actually like insane and i think that like i'll tell you guys the word just like don't worry suspense um but i think think that like for me it's like i didn't fully realize when my accent started to change and I always used to be one of those people that, like, I, I watched Chimamanda, like, quite a bit. And I really looked up to her. And I was like, oh, my God, she's so eloquent. And, like, anybody can understand her, but she doesn't have an accent. Like, she's not trying to form an American accent. And I just really struggled with that concept of me as a person trying to form. And I think that till date, it's still something that, like, bothers me. Like, I never want somebody to hear me and be like, hmm, she's trying to form a Canadian accent. Because what even is a Canadian accent? But at the same time, I don't want to be othered, right? So, like, I don't want to, like, sound different. So, I think, like, that that has all been, like, years in the making. Like, at the back of my mind, those things have always been playing. And subconsciously, I've, like, developed... And honestly, like, I think it's, like, a very normal thing, right? Where people develop accents all the time um, when they move to other countries. But now, I just, like, it really bugs me because I didn't fully, like go hmm i want to change the way i sound but i think i've said this on the podcast before that like working in retail like and having to like say some specific sentences again and again and again like thank you for calling la, 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 la. like do you get like or um hi this is the blah, blah, blah. like do you get like all those like rehearsed sentences i feel like are probably like what even contributed to me really changing and so like before now i ever ever had like a really conk accents right like i feel like I, I moved to canada with like a very plain base because i grew up in lagos like you know like the accents around me weren't particularly strong like the people i spoke to on a day-to-day basis like we didn't have like particularly strong accents um what else like i did also did a lot of like all these like since i was in like primary school i did like diction and um public speaking and debates and so i always had like a speech voice right like where i would talk a certain way like you know if i was addressing a crowd and i think that my everyday voice now like really mimics like what used to just be my speech voice um and i've realized that like even now like with my friends like it's not like i have like a i don't know i really like i'm very 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 intrigued by just this whole concept of accent and like when are we forming when are we not forming because like for me like i don't really hear it until i hear it right so i don't know what like i i don't know what people around me think my accent is because it's just like not really a thing that i'm intentionally doing until i hear myself say certain things 
which brings me to the word. So the word I can't pronounce is D-I-G-I-T-A-L. Draw. <laughs> D-I-G-I-T-A-L. Basically the opposite of analog, right? I can't pronounce that word for the life of me. Like so I think like like because I actually had to I, I I sat down and I was like okay before I moved to Canada how did I to pronounce this word because I know that I knew this word like we we learned in school that you know analog meant this and the opposite of analog meant that and the opposite of analog was this word um so I definitely used to pronounce this word but I don't know how to pronounce it anymore and so I think how I pronounced it it won't like I don't know like because when I gosh guys this is actually a real problem I'm, I'm like having like i was like on my way because i've been going into my office which i'll talk about that in a sec but anyway i've been going to my office and then on my way back from work one day i was just like how did i ever say this word before like i really don't know because i just like one day like tried and i was like like i was just like you know you're just like talking and like something comes out of your mouth and you're like wait what I, I don't and it's not like anybody ever said wait what like when I pronounced the word like I don't think anybody's ever like looked at me away or anything like that it's just in my own head because it's like in other accents the, the T is obviously the big one but it's also the D so I think like pronouncing D J T in one go is just too much it's too much it's too much and whoever came up with that word needs to take a break anyway so that's the word i don't know how to pronounce it and yeah there's there's that um but i think that i'm i'm just in a place where i'm trying to build my confidence and like kill that like voice in my head that basically like keeps screening me because i don't know if you guys listen to my episode about unapologetic existence i think that's what i called it but i'm essentially just trying to like be myself and not care what anybody thinks which obviously is easier said than done but i just really want to lean into you know who i am and what what flows from me most naturally right um and i think that should like carry over to like my pronunciation i should be able to just like say things the way that feels most natural because the funny thing is like i actually get insecure like this is actually the one that's real like when i'm with non-nigerians i'm not i'm not insecure about having a nigerian accent if anything like i'm proud to like have my accents when i am with nigerians i am insecure about like i almost this is so embarrassing to admit but i almost intentionally will sometimes try and like sound <laughs> I almost intentionally like I, I can't believe I'm, I'm admitting this but like really and truly like I just I just don't want to be like an IG <laughs> like one day I realized that if I were to go like because I've been home once but like it wasn't a proper trip um but if I were to go home like for like in a proper like vacation and be in Lagos I would be an IJGB. Like, I would be one of those people. You don't understand that, like, when the term IJGB was invented, I still lived in Nigeria, right? So, yeah. Like, I was one of those people that, like, rolled my eyes 
at like IJGBs and the very concept that I might now be one, not even might, I'm one, like if I was to go home, I would be one, it's very stressful to me, it's very stressful and I also think like Nigerians can be very judgmental, like there's a lot of judgment around just like being, I don't know, like anyway like i just feel like this whole accent thing is actually something that's like weird to me and something that like occupies my mind sometimes it's just like i don't want to then i don't i don't want to be thinking about it i don't want to not be anyway so that's that about accents now as i was saying i have been going to the office and this is actually an interesting development so for a lot of people there's like the running thing on social media about like oh like when your employer like tells you to come back to office but like you are halfway across the world or when your employer tells you to come back to office but you're not ready blah blah my employer isn't requiring anyone to come to your office um i would say they're mildly encouraging it but essentially the office is open so they don't like talk about it like every day like you know hey you guys come to the office um but we did have like a conversation around like hey the office is open you know this is the um, procedure this is the protocol um if you want to go you know you're more than welcome we're not mandating anybody to go do you guys have any questions like they're pretty respectful about it so i don't necessarily feel any pressure to go into the office like i don't i don't feel like in general i'll say like i like i'm fine like you know like i don't i don't feel like if i didn't want to go to the office it would be an issue um however um my manager and i were chatting and we're like oh yeah like it would be cool to get to see each other and like work physically in the same space um so we kind of decided we'd go like two days into the office and then i've like gone on my own like for for instance like um monday this week like when it's have like a brainstorm session and we figured oh we could do this in person um so yeah i went and the thing is i live i live really close to my office like again i'm going to like open my own yash i keep doing this thing on this podcast anyway i live like a seven minutes drive to my office. Less than ten minutes drive to my office. Um, I could also take the TTC. But I tend to Uber. I Ubered, you know. So, like, typically, like, I, I would, like, Uber and then, like, take TTC back home. I've done that a few times. Um, today, I, I was really awesome. I can't come and kill myself and die. So, I Ubered home. But, guys, it's not affordable. <laughs> it is not affordable like listen i because of the pandemic i'm just not used to taking ttc anymore i can't even tell you guys like bef- even pre-pandemic i've always hated commuting and i think i talked about this thing in podcasts before but for the interest of those who were here um growing up i didn't like commute anywhere it was one or two things either i was walking to where i was going or somebody was driving me finish so this idea of entering bus like i in my whole being in nigeria i think i took public transportation twice or thrice 
never by myself actually no that's a lie that's actually a lie that's actually a lie because i think i took huh i don't even remember because it was not a huge part of my life so essentially like i just feel like i'm not like i've never really enjoyed commuting and i know like that probably sounds very dumb because most people don't enjoy it but it's like a necessity but i've always been one of those people like in this life yeah the ultimate luxury to me is convenience so the minute i have to like go to the bus stop wait for the bus enter the bus come down from the bus walk to another bus enter the other bus sit down the other bus stand in the other bus come down from the other bus then walk again is it not too much is it not too much the thing is in this life try to enjoy <laughs> try to enjoy i just feel like enjoyment should be a way of life i've said it before i'll say it again i'm a princess literally so this hardship that adulting is trying to submit me to, I don't understand it. I don't subscribe to it. I don't like it. I don't like what I hate. Do you guys understand? I don't like what I hate. So, yeah, I'm now like in this headspace where like, gosh, I'm like really trying to nail my commute to work because honestly, I live so close to work that it's not a big deal. Like it's actually not. I'm like, taking the bus. It's actually not a big deal. Like I should just do it. But I'm the type of person that, like, it takes me a while. Like, I have to, like, come around to certain things. Like, I have to, like, think through it. Like, I have to envision. Because <laughs> I feel like I've said so many things in this episode that are just, like, eye-roll moments. But, like, really and truly, like, I have to, like, envision myself taking the bus. Um, I, like, have looked at where the bus stop is. Because it's in my office. I'm like, hmm, that's where that is. Great. Um, because... <laughs> I don't even want to get into the nitty gritty of what the community looks like. It genuinely isn't that bad. Um, but like what I've done, like the days that I did take the TTC is so, sorry, I, I forget that not everybody here is in Ontario. The TTC is the Toronto Transit Commission. That's the full thing. But essentially we call like that's the public transportation system, right? So if I'm taking a streetcar or a bus or a train, it's likely to be the TTC. So yeah, um, as I was saying, the one time, not the one time, the few times I've taken TTC from work, I've just like walked a long walk and then taking one streetcar. But that long walk is a deterrent, right? Like when I'm finishing work and I, or like I'm getting ready or whatever, and I'm like thinking, hmm, am I really about to walk about 20 minutes? I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to Uber. But I've done my research and I realized I don't have to do the 20 minute walk. Like I can just like take a bus, like walk to a bus stop, take a bus, which takes me near the streetcar and then transfer to the streetcar and then, you know, be done. <sighs> that was a very long winded thing to say. But as I was saying, I've looked at where that bus stop is. I've figured out what side of the road. Guys, I'm not even joking. Like, I, I know I'm saying that's a joke, but, like, I literally, like, when it comes to commuting, like, I like things that stress me out and discourage me from taking the bus, I'll be like, what side of the road is the bus I want to take? Because how the commute is in Toronto, like, it would be, like, west, east. <sighs> in Mississauga and, like, 
here in Miss, I don't know why I said and in Mississauga like it's easier right? Mississauga is a different city for those of you who aren't familiar but anyway in Mississauga which is closer to Toronto which is where I like moved to when I just moved to Canada like it was a little easier because like the buses actually said the thing like Google map will say like take 101 west and you would get there and you see bus 101 west but now it's like take bus 47 and then the thing just says 47 but the thing on the other side of the road says 47 how do i know which one is going to wilson station <laughs> these are the things like i really be having like full-on meltdowns like it's not really a joke and so in order to like actually nail my commute i have to like envision it in my head like i'm going to go to this spot i am going to do this thing and then i'm going to cross the street and then you know so like what i've done is like as i'm in my uber on my way home i've like looked okay like this is what google maps says i should do and i see a bus going and like that bus is this bus so like okay whenever like i do need to like take the bus i know that i need to walk here it sounds like a lot but that's essentially how my brain functions if not if it's too complicated there's too many variables i'm just going to go for the easiest thing or i'm not going to go at all like so there's times where i was just like cancel on things because i can't the mental gymnastics is too much right so if i'm going somewhere for the first time or if i'm doing something like every job i've started since i've been in canada i kid you not i have ubered on my first day i've ubered on my first day let me know the entryway let me know the place let me know everything and envision it you know and then i can now start like commuting when i feel more confident right i don't know if this is just just a me thing but anyway that's kind of that but going to the office has been good for me because it just gives me a break from my apartment like i live in a studio apartment it's pretty small it's like what 400 square feet or even less and my kitchen is my bedroom is my office is my living room um so i'm i've just been over it and literally like one thing about me or another thing about me is like my space is a direct reflection of my brain if my brain is scrambled my space is scrambled like there's no it's a very very direct correlation like it's not even like yeah but at the same time like it's like vice versa if my space is scrambled then my mind can't be clear and i feel like every week like my routine through pandemic has been my brain gets progressively more scrambled during the week by the end of the week my apartment is like a bomb exploded i spend the whole weekend cleaning because i really can't function when my apartment is a mess and then by like wednesday is a mess again like so i have like three days of like clean apartment and i'm like yeah this is excellent like i'm never messing up my apartment again but by wednesday it's like back to where we, where we started from so anyway i am working on fixing my life like i'm thinking that i'm progressive like i'm gradually going to transition into like working every day in the office um because it's also just nice like listen i got into advertising part of what i got into advertising was the thrill of being in this energetic environment um like i just really like vibed with that idea but now i don't get that so it's nice like my office is like probably only like five people max that i've five ten people that have been in the office when i've been but i'm really really hoping that i'm able to maintain this habit go more frequently i think it'll be good for my mind um 
and i think it's also just nice to like speak to other people because i live alone right so like throughout the day i'm by myself i'm not supposed to see anybody except over like google meets so the social interaction is good for me and i i really really want to like nail it but even minus going to the office i'm like trying to like fix my life like you guys my last episode i spoke about meal prepping i can't remember the bull i said i was trying i tried it and i failed um i've tried so many different things in that episode but i promise you guys i will come and do like a part two to that episode whenever i figure myself out i just found this new thing that kind of meal preps for you that i'm considering trying out but i'm still doing my research um as i was like saying this whole ramble i feel like you guys have put up on the fact that i hate leaving my house um but i'm now thinking maybe it would help me meal prep if i start going to shop for my groceries in person like maybe but then every time i've like tried to plan to go to the grocery store it just ends up like delaying my meal prep process because i now don't have groceries and i keep telling myself i'll go and then eventually i'm just like just stop deceiving yourself just like order your groceries um so yeah like i'm like maybe i'll eventually like go and get like groceries in person and like that would like inspire me because that's so i really enjoy grocery stores ironically enough like i enjoy like seeing the packaging wow i said that out out loud and i heard it (laughs) i'm such a designer because i was like i fully said like oh i really enjoy these grocery stores i love seeing the packaging but (laughs) really and truly like the best part of grocery stores is packages don't argue with me don't argue with me like the cereal boxes the cereal aisle like it literally feels like an excursion like really cool things that they do and like the layouts like it's actually like a fun time like if you're a designer and you're listening to this go to a grocery store like just go to a grocery store and like take your time and shop and like they're doing a lot of really cool like stuff in the plant alternative space so just go and look at like oatmeal packaging like you know dairy-free cheese packaging um all that type of stuff like the dairy-free ice cream packet like no i promise you like actually go and like yeah i'm not even going to keep rambling but anyway like i, I think that would be good for me to like go in person and just like get inspiration and like maybe ride that high but just like i need like an extra day like my weekend is already like full um which brings me to my last segue guys if you follow me on instagram which you should i've been on an enjoyment flex because i can't come and kill myself you guys <laughs> this is a whole episode in itself but let me just tell you people something instagram is a highlight reel like you don't know my life you don't know my story <laughs> you don't know my life you don't know my story because we are following each other you're following me on instagram does not mean you know my story it doesn't mean you know my story hmm because not people thinking i have a lifestyle that i don't have actually no that's a lie you people know my lifestyle but like you don't know the back end there's no hidden money let me tell you there is no hidden i will be because you know me i keep it all the way real i am making bad financial choices according to the experts but here's the kick i don't care i, I said don't worry about my future my future doesn't go anywhere and guys it's not like this is my whole lifestyle for life like i'm just going through a season of like you know it is what it is tomorrow is not promised make the most of today 
that's really the mood i'm in like so don't please this is not financial advice this is not like by any means a standard to i don't know like because some of the things that have been said to me hmm, some of the things that have been said to me since i started posting more frequently about going out and stuff like nah you're tripping and hmm, i just don't want this there's one particular thing that was said to me but i don't want to say it because the person will know, like the person. I don't know if the person listens to this podcast, so I don't want a situation where there's going to be Higgy Haga. Because now, as I'm recording this podcast, I've not replied the person because I saw the notification. In fact, I think I have opened the message and I said, "Me, <laughs> me, me." This amount of money, me. So I don't want the person to feel away because it's really, really not a personal attack on the person, and it's something like it's not that deep. But like, I was just shocked that like. So, because you people see me drinking two cocktails now, you think that this is the level I'm on. I beg go, baby, get to the hustle. Don't let my helpers of destiny think that, you know, I'm not uh, humble again. Please, I'm humble. Like, I'm actually very humble. Um, yeah, I, I can't say more than that. But, uh, yeah, like, I. Gosh, this was a very long winded thing that has now started reminding me of other things I need to do. So, with that in mind. I think that it's time to tell you guys bye. There was a lot going on in this episode. I feel like I just wanted to come, do a little bit of a chit chat, let you guys know, you know, what I've been, what's been on my mind. Let you guys know that I've not disappeared. You know, Toast is still here. She's still available to talk to you. Um, as always, you guys know I love topic recommendations. Like, if there's anything that you want me to like talk about like i'm 100 down i think the only thing though is like right now i just i don't want like i started to feel discouraged because i was like oh i'm always saying like you guys like do this do that and nobody really answers me but like i guess how i'm choosing to interpret this is that you guys see this as your chill place on the internet and i'm happy to be that for you but that comes with a price because when you listen to my content you don't want an assignment you know you came here to chill so I'm going to respect that, right? I'm not going to give you too many take-home assignments. Like, I'm going to let you guys, like, do what feels natural. Like, you know, if you want to email me, that's cool. You know? Like, it's I. If you want to send me a DM, you know, tell me that you listen to the podcast. Like, you know, it's cool. I'm not going to force you, right? And if you want to be like, hey, Toast, it'll be really nice to hear you talk about this, 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 this. It's also cool. I'm not gonna force you because this is your chill spot on the internet, and I get it. I respect it. As always, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I will be back next time on the podcast, but till then, be good. All right, take care of yourselves. Okay, loves. Bye.